Hi, you're currently listening to a message from the Camp Series of Christ for Youth International. CYI is a purpose-driven, non-denominational, and community-based youth ministry aimed at creating room for the youth to serve. Stay tuned for the upcoming message from Camp. And don't forget to grab your notebook and pen as you listen. Who is a surrounded person? A surrounded person is someone who considers the word of God as having absolute authority in his life. Do you get that? Somebody who considers the word of God as having absolute authority in his life. Meaning that the word of God defines how he lives. His opinions about life comes from the word of God. That's wow. His opinions, what he thinks, how he approaches things absolute authority the word of God there's no day where they said this one is not a bible matter or let's put this aside every time is a bible time yeah so somebody who is really surrendered he always say what does the bible have to say about this what is the spirit of scripture you know pastor God was teaching us even if you don't know exactly where the thing is you should be able to tell us what the spirit of scripture is saying or how does this align to a scripture you know amen yeah that's how come you need to study because it informs us it defines us it's it determines the way we live so a surrounded person is always referring to the word of god as his his way of instruction his his his, the way he approaches in his relationship is the word of god that defines what he does how he speaks how he thinks. You know, the word of God captures everything, including how we think. Hey. Yeah. Is it Philippians 4 8? Tells us what we should think about. Whatsoever is pure. <laughs> Gives us many characteristics. I think about eight things. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure. Wow. Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of a good report, if there's any virtue and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Think on these things. Yeah. So anything that you think about that doesn't fall in any of these categories, it means you are going off course. Yeah. Sometimes when you look, when you look at yourself and you are trying to see that you are not too good, there's nothing beautiful about your life. It doesn't qualify here. So you don't think about it. You don't dwell on it. When the enemy throws in suggestions, you have to pass the suggestions. It's what the enemy telling you. Is it noble? Is it just? Is it righteous? Is it pure? Is it lovely? Once it's not in this category, I don't think about that for myself. And also, I don't think about that for another person. Ish. Yeah, so if you tell me something about somebody and it doesn't fall in this category, I don't meditate on it. <laughs> I must rather meditate on it because if, it, if it's not lovely, there's no time. Amen. So the word of God, as a minister, as a creative, the word of God should inform the way you live, your ministration, the word of God, our strength, everything, the word of God, the word of God. I'm not talking about something you are studying. You see, the word of God will have absolute authority when you yourself have receive the conviction from your personal study, from your personal time. Convictions are born in times of personal study. 
Yeah. What happens in service without a personal study? Haven't you been in powerful services before? Haven't you been in services where you said that this one, my life will never be the same again? Look at this January camp. Oh, yes. Powerful word, great teaching, preaching. You said your life will never be the same again. But the thing is, you have to go back and in your personal study, there's a conviction that is born. So as a creative, the word of God must determine the way you live. And as I was sharing with you, one of the things that is worrying us, the mess we see today is we have creatives, gospel musicians, who the word of God doesn't have absolute authority. They feel like, oh, this is it. It should be nice. It's fine. You see some of them, though, even be quoting, go, okay. Hmm. Amen. What are the, you know, the other thing is that to surrender is difficult. Yeah. We can sing, I want to know you more. I surrender. And all this. But to surrender is a difficult thing. Yeah. Because surrender in the New Testament is whole. It's total. It's not partial. It's not passive. Yeah. Romans 12, verse 1. Therefore, I beseech you by the mercies of God that I beseech you, therefore. Yeah. Anytime you're reading the Bible and you see therefore, you ask why, what it is there for. See, I beseech you, therefore. That's, what is this thing there for? Brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living uh, sacrifice, holy, acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. So I said, what is it there for? What is this there for, there for? So, by the message of God, chapter 1 to chapter 11 of Romans tells us the manifestations of the message of God. Yeah. So you see chapter 1 to chapter 11 where we come and learn that we are adopted, we are sons of God, and we are, we are joint heirs with Christ Jesus. So telling us many great mercies. Bible will tell us that, for example, in 5 verse 1, it tells us that, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God, being justified. To be justified is to be declared righteous. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God. So all these things are blessings of God. Then when it comes to chapter 12 verse 1, it said that, therefore, because of these many blessings, surrender. Because of God's mercy. Surrender is not born out of like your love for Jesus. It's born out of his mercy for you. Yeah, his mercy and his love. So when you remember how much he has loved you, he says that your reasonable service. Some versions will actually say the most sensible thing to do is that because of the many mercies, you say yes to him. Yeah. But it's difficult. In the Old Testament, sacrifices were put on the altar, dead. They cut the animal, put it on the altar, it's dead. But the thing about the New Testament is that we are living and we are supposed to be on the altar. So we have a potential to always crawl off the altar. It's difficult. Yeah. In the Old Testament, God wanted the people's goods. But in the New Testament, he wants our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So he wanted goods, but now you and I. We want to sheep, but you and I, we are the life ones. And we are lying there. 
Dear friends, God is good, so I beg you. God is good, so I beg you to offer your bodies to him as a living sacrifice, pure and pleasing. That's the most sensible way to serve God. He said, the best thing to do is offer your body. Yeah, that's surrender. So surrender is whole, is total. And we said with you that the more you know, the more you surrender. The more you know, the more you... You, you see, surrender is an adjustment to hearing the Lord. The more you hear about his love, the, the right adjustment you need to do is that you surrender. I surrender some more. I say yes to him some more. Yeah. And I realize that the closer I get to the Lord, the more he requires greater submission, greater surrender from you. The closer you get. Hallelujah. Amen. So surrendering to Jesus is difficult. How many of you believe it's difficult? Yeah. Where you surrender your thoughts, your emotions. Hey. At first you could just be yourself and just explode. And, and then just express yeah, your gift you know, of explosion. Yeah. When something happens, oh, you can't just wait for that meeting because it's an opportunity for you to explode. Yeah, you are known as, you are, you are mommy, mommy what? What was her name? <laughs> mommy Jata. Mommy Jata. Yeah. Yeah. But I realize that God will start. It's as if he's taming you. Yeah. So somebody who used to be very wild, but then realize now you cannot express yourself. Yeah. Can't be wild to a certain degree. But you, or your wildness has to be transformed in some other forms and other things. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Hallelujah. So, mercies. When you remember God's mercy. Hey. Remember how you used to roam, visit ladies from region to region. And you remember how the Lord has had mercy. You could leave your country, this country and go to another country because of a girl. Yeah. When you remember God's mercy, when I realize I can also go to another country because as a missionary. Yes. Because God has had mercy on you. God has had mercy on you. God has had mercy on you. Why remember? So surrender is not like we are doing God a favor. No, we are doing ourselves a favor. To surrender is the, the best way to say thank you to God is to surrender. That's the best way. It's difficult, but it's possible. People have surrendered before. Yeah. And we can. Yeah. Look at what Paul said. I've been crucified with Christ. Galatians 2, verse 20. The life I live. Let's go. Galatians 2, 20. Okay, let's look for... <laughs> let's go to New King James first. I've been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I who live. Eesh. This is a surrounded person. Yeah. He said, I don't live anymore. Christ is the one who determines how I go. The word of God is my guide and my guard. But Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God. Who, watch, watch, watch. Who loved me? So when he was saying, I've been, you know, usually we focus on I've been crucified with Christ. Forget the end. That who loved me? And he gave himself for me. So that is the basis for my surrender. And as creators, you must know that, look, he loved you. And he gave himself for you. So you must surrender. So what we are calling you to do is not that we are calling you to surrender just your gifts. We are calling you to surrender your life. Yeah. Your life. Everything about you. Complete. Amen. What are some things that hinder us from surrendering? I told you it's difficult. One is pride. 
shared with us. Pride is the father of all sin. Proverbs 16, verse 18. Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. Anytime pride enters a man's life, one thing is certain, a fall is certain. Pride goes before destruction. If you want to know whether a man is going to be destroyed, check and see if there's pride. Hallelujah. Let's look at somebody we all know. Isaiah 14, verse 12 to 16. This is somebody, great, great creative. One of the greatest creatives that has ever lived. How you are falling from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. Hey. Great creative. Yeah. This guy, he, he was a creative in the presence of God. So before you talk about your gifts, let's look. You can you hold on. You, you understand what I'm talking <laughs> Yeah, before you think about how gifted you are and the stage you've been on. Somebody has not been on a stage. He has been before God. Yeah. Before you think about, just look at this guy. Hmm. Son of the morning, how you are cast down to the ground. You who weaken the nations. Next verse. For you have said in your heart. You see where pride starts from? The heart. That's how come usually you cannot see it. Yes. You cannot see it. Many people, as you, many people say, oh, I'm struggling with masturbation. I'm struggling with this. But Hardly will somebody say, I'm struggling with pride. Amen. I will ascend. Watch. For you have said in your heart. So there's a saying before the fall. There's something your heart keeps saying. Or there's a, there's a disposition of your heart. There's, your heart has made up its mind in a particular way. Or your heart has a certain opinion. Hey. So you must be careful when your heart is talking. Oh, yes. Be careful when you are thinking. Because if your life is recorded, we can, we, it can be written. If the Lord brings, because this guy, we don't know how we, we got this information. <laughs> I will ascend into heaven. He said, for you have said in your heart. Nobody heard it. You know, many things about pride, many people don't hear. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will, I will also yeah, sit on the mount of the congregation. On the farthest sides of the north. Next verse. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. <laughs> Next verse. Yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. Next verse. Those who see you will gaze at you and consider you saying, is this the man who made the earth tremble? Who shook kingdoms? Wow. Yeah. As gifted people, we have many similarities as Lucifer. Yes. I'm talking about when he fell. The Lucifer. We have some similarities. Let me say it before the bloggers will take the thing and go and say that. I'm saying that you are a Lucifer. <laughs> What are we saying? Before his fall, just like every other creative, he had a choice. You have a choice. Because you have been created with a free will. So you have the power to choose. You are not a robot. You can make decisions on your own. Yeah. And God respects your choice. Even in the garden, God told man, 
You can eat from every tree, but don't eat from this tree. Man had a choice. That's the well, that's man's free will. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hmm. So your choice can be a very dangerous thing. Your free will. It's a powerful thing either ways. Your, your free will can lead you into distraction or it can lead you to surrender and to be a great servant of the Lord. Your free will is a powerful thing. Yeah. And you have to understand that Lucifer had knowledge of God because he was in his presence. He knew God to a certain age because for you to say that you also will sit. also. He had a choice. He had a choice to determine what will be obvious about his life and how his life should be defined. So you watch Lucifer. He, he, let's go back to those statements. He kept saying, I, I. So you see, every day as a creative, you have a choice to make Christ be exalted in your life or you will be exalted in your life. In your heart, guys, don't look at it. Don't say, don't, don't look beyond what you, you say. Look at what you say in your heart. Who is exalted in your heart? Because the person who is exalted in your heart will be seen in your life. If you exalt yourself, it will be you about you. Yeah. So we have a choice to either make Jesus look as the leader of our lives or we ourselves. We ourselves we want to sit on a certain throne. I want to encourage you, deliberately point your life to Jesus. You have to understand that Lucifer forgot that his source was God. So, he, he started priding to make you forget that you have a source. And to make you feel like it's about you. It's not about your gifts. Never think it's about your gifts. Never think it's because you went to a certain school. It's not about that. Remember your source. Bible says that what do you have that you not receive? Perhaps Lucifer forgot. Never forget that your source has always been Jesus. Your ability to rap, to sing, it has been the Lord. Remember how you started. It wasn't that easy. Now you are, they've added minister to your name, but it wasn't that easy. Remember. Huh. Remember. So when I see people like Blaze rapping, you know, when we started, we were looking for rappers in the ministry. But all the rappers, they were, I mean, they were rappers. So, um, we, yeah. Remember, don't forget that some time ago when you started, it wasn't that easy to study. You'll be shaking like this. Hey. When people are looking, when you're walking to the front, you're about to fall. Hey. You forget the lyrics and not, see, it's, Remember, remember, remember. No, never forget. Remember that you are the source. When you started, I used to pray the Lord, help me. That, and the Lord has helped you. Never forget. Yeah, people forget pride can easily enter your heart. Never forget your source. Never forget how greatly the Lord has helped you. I see some eyes. You want to shake your neighbor because it's not encouraging. The fact that you were created means that you have a source. The fact that you were created means you have a, you do not appear on your own. It means that you have a source. Hallelujah. 
So Lucifer was, had a choice. Why was pride found in him? It's because he misguided the knowledge to himself. He misguided it, the knowledge to himself. So he knew about God, but he focused more on himself. <laughs> Look at the I statements. The I statements of Lucifer. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne. I will also sit on them. Hey. Yeah. Anytime there's a preoccupation with self, pride is found there. Anytime there's a preoccupation with self, pride is found. Anytime it's just about you. So nobody should sing again except you. Nobody's opinion matters except your opinion. Yeah. Hallelujah. When you are given a chance to speak, do you speak about yourself or you glorify Jesus in your speech? Amen. What is pride? Pride according to is it Marian Webster? Is that what you mentioned? Dictionary. Is the quality or state of being proud <laughs> such as inordinate self-esteem or a feeling of being better than others. Look at what English is even telling us. That feeling of being better than others is pride. Wow. How many of you feel that you fall into this many times? That there are many times you felt you were better than other people. Katie, you can easily compare. My dance is better. Hey. Yeah, my rap is better. Yeah. Or didn't you see the people's response to my rap? Yeah. My spoken word is better. Hey. Yeah. Anytime you start looking at yourself, you, you remember we looked at a scripture yesterday, Philippians 2 3, that you should esteem others as better, better than yourself. Yeah, that's a safeguard against pride. Where you begin to think that, look, this person is actually better. And usually when you do the investigation, you realize that the people are really better than you. And it's a good thing to just accept. Oh, yes. Yes. When I look at myself, I know there are many people who are better preachers than me. Way, way. way. I can't even compare myself. So my book and preach, I say, hey, how do you go about this? <laughs> how do you understand? Because we're preaching and we're going to bring some scripture which makes so much meaning from the Old Testament. Bring it here, break it down, come in. Hey! Yeah. Sometimes I can preach one hour. Pastor, how do you come in? Just close the service in five minutes. When you finish, the five minutes you talk, I say, ah, but this seems to be better than all I've said. Yeah. It's just, just accept it. That feeling of thinking that you are better or you should be treated better. Oh, yes. So you enter a room, there's one bed without mattress and there's a bed with a mattress. Yeah. That feeling that you deserve that one and the other person deserves this one. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. The danger of pride is that it, it deceives you. Pride deceives you. Ah, Lucifer, can you just wake up? You, you were created, you got up now, I will also sit there. Yeah. He was deceived straight. 
It also dispasses. It distorts your view of what God has actually given to you. It distorts your view of what God has given to you. A few pointers about pride. A few things about pride. Ultimately, pride is leading you to fall. Pride never leads you to any other place except distraction. Another thing about pride is that we all have the potential to walk in pride. Are you surprised? We all have the potential, everybody, to walk in pride. Why? The person who was even in the very presence of God fell to pride. How much more you? Lucifer was seeing God on a daily basis. <laughs> Look how sometimes your, own, your only feeling of spirituality is during a fast. Those are sometimes where you feel God very close to you. Hey, but this man, he saw God. He knew God. Yeah. He knew the, the ways of God. So if Lucifer fell in the presence of God, oh, don't think that you, from Abokobi, you cannot fall. <laughs> yeah. Easily. <laughs> so we all have a potential. Don't think it's far from you. When you say anybody has fallen, just know that you, it, this could have been you. Simple. It could have been you. Or if the, if the person delayed two minutes, it would have been you. Yeah. So we all have a potential to walk in pride. The next point is similar to this, but it's, 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 it's different. No one is immune to the temptation of pride. Nobody is immune. Because we are all tempted to feel better than others. Yeah. That feeling will come. It's something, look, I see somebody's head. Just encourage your brother. No one is immune to the temptation of pride. Nobody. Yeah. There's no vaccine that makes you immune. Yeah. Hey. Hmm. Another thing about pride is that no one easily accepts, I've told you this, that he is proud. Hmm. So how do you help yourself from pride as a creative? Because you said that pride will lead you to a fall. So if there's something we are certain will lead you to a fall, then we must beware of it. What's the goal? How do we do? We move towards humility. That's the way. And you move towards humility daily. Not sometimes, daily. What is humility? Humility is seeing yourself the way God sees you. Humble people encounter grace. And grace is what keeps us and helps us and saves us. Yeah. So as a matter of fact, grace actually and humility is the 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 vaccine that keeps you from pride. Wow. wow. Every day go for a dose of humility. For it has the, the power, the capacity to keep you. Is it James 4 verse 6? For he says but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Wow. If there's a group, you know, some people think that God is in a war against Satan. Resist. No. He's, this is the person he's, a, he's in war with, the proud. Yeah. This is the person he's, he's, he resists the proud, 
Yeah. But gives grace to the humble. The way to have more and more grace or experience grace is to be a humble person. Is to see yourself the way God sees you. Yeah. 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 Sometimes people also mistaken self-pity for humility. You see, self-pity is actually not seeing your, yourself the way God wants to see you. Low self-esteem is seeing yourself lower than God sees you. And that's also, actually, low self-esteem and all this, they are actually signs of pride. Because you think you are better than who God has, has said you are. I'm not the righteousness of God. I'm not created in His image. Oh, I'm not chosen. All these things is pride. Yeah. You've not thought about it that way, but it's true. But He gives more grace. We need grace, oh. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. I am what I am. Paul attributed all his success to grace. Everything, who he was, what he was able to do, he said is the grace of God. Yeah. And this is the way. This is the way to always encounter grace. It's, it's to be a humble person. Hallelujah. Yeah. yeah. Amen. Philippians 2 verse 5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. He said, there's a way, there's a certain mind you, have, you need to have. Next verse. Who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. Hey. He was in the form of God, but I said no. But made himself. Let's read together, so that the sleep will leave your eyes. Let's go one, two. But... Next verse. Next verse. What is the therefore, therefore? Remember. Uh -huh. Say, let this mind be in you, which was also creatives. Let this mind be in you. Verse 5. Creatives. Let this, you have to let this mind be in you. You have to make a decision that this is the way I'm going to think. This is the way I'm going to approach life. This is the way I'm going to live my life. Every time of my, let this mind. You see, I told you pride starts in the heart. So humility also starts in the heart. <laughs> you can't fight pride with your actions, literally. You have to start from your heart. Say, so let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Let this mind be in you. Next verse. Who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God. He, he, wasn't in a, he wasn't trying to say that God and myself, we are one this, this. I'm also gifted. I'm dead. No, he, that wasn't his, his opinion. And that's most of the time, that's what we do. That's how comes up. You go to a department and there's a lot of struggle because there's somebody in the department who feels he's gifted. So his opinion should be heard. He feels he's gifted. Or maybe let's like, which, like dancers. Maybe you are in the department. You, you think that you dance better than the head. So 
it has to be about you. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. So let's arrange the dance in a particular way. Hey. Next verse. But made himself of no reputation. Look, he put away his titles. Learn to put away your gifts and look to Jesus. When I say put away your gifts, don't, don't identify yourself too much by your gifts. Yeah. So if you're in the service, how you sit down, cry, you sit according, like, this is my gift. Yeah. That's why some of you, they invite you as guest ministers to places until you minister. You don't sit down. You're outside walking around because it's, it's, it's your gift. Yeah. When you come and you're leading worship, everybody should lift their hands. But when other ministers are leading worship, you are in your car. Because you carry God. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. They are preparing to come and minister. <laughs> they are bringing their presence. Yeah. You are preparing their way. But they are bringing a presence. Yeah. Yeah. He made himself of no reputation. Can, can you look at the birth of Jesus? No, for, even, for him to decide to become a man, he took upon himself to be, first to become a man, for God to decide to become a man. Yeah. Say, so I put my reputation aside. Yeah. Put everything aside. And this is one of the things you have to learn to do, to put your reputation aside, guys. Too many times we are too full of ourselves. Yeah. Too full of yourself. And if you check what we, we hang our reputation on, there are things that died with the passing of time. Yeah. Too, too alive. Too alive. Too sensitive. Too sensitive. Too alive to yourself. Hey. Well, you've gone to the University of Ghana, Koma Legon. Now, when you come for rehearsal, it should show. Yeah, you have gone to university. Your, your head hasn't been to the university. So, as you've entered the place, a certain reputation you have. Yeah, certain reputation. But learn to put aside your reputation. Yeah. The reason how many people don't say it is because they have a reputation. Yeah. It's a dude with the long sleeves. They don't carry pallets. Hey, we don't carry tables. Hey, how the thing is folded would to spoil their formation. Their, their, their dressing has, is according to a certain settings. Yeah, yeah. Settings. It cannot be, you can't temper with it. Yeah, I'm telling you. That's why we cannot say it. But he made himself, he made himself of no reputation. Made himself. Made himself. One day Jesus, I think in Matthew 13, he gathered his disciples. And he began to wash their feet. <laughs> now, if you do any study about feet washing, those times, in when people travel, you know those times the roads were untied, and the same roads that they use, cattle used it, animals used the road, so there was feces on the road and all that. So when you visit somebody, one of the first things that is done for you is that your feet are washed. So that it takes away all the dirt, all the smell. And usually in a Jewish home, it's the servants that did that. Not just any of the servants. When they put all the servants together, the least among the servants, that was his work. Yeah, so the servant of servants, he actually washed the feet of people. But one day Jesus put a towel around his waist and began to wash their feet. 
That's why Peter said, you cannot do this. Because Peter said, how? You are the savior of the world, the Messiah. You can't just be doing this. You can't just be doing this. He put aside his reputation. Guys, learn to do that. He put it aside. I said, look, I don't really, it's, 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 it's service. I'm putting aside my reputation. The reason why many people cannot serve is because they have a reputation they are maintaining. Their sweat hasn't come out at some place. Yeah. Hey, one of the things Eddie and I were discussing yesterday is, for example, if you're an instrumentalist, you, you set up of instruments is your calling. Oh, yes. Yeah. Praise, you can put me on video right now. I need a stadium for this message. Yeah. Hey, instrumentalist, you, you, who's, you see, there's just something beautiful about you setting up the keyboard and you coming to play what you have set up. And then when we close, you packing your instrument, putting it in a bag and closing the zip. There's just something beautiful about it. There's just something beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But you won't carry. No. You can be touch the keys like this. Bring me tissue. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Mr. Keyboardist. Mr. Music Man. Hey, who should come and do all these things for you too? No, you only should be instrumentalist. You know, it's, it's in Ghana, I see that. By many places, instrumentalists, they are responsible. Yeah, they are responsible. If you watch, um, is it, um, who does the 24-7 worship? I hope, Mike Bickle. Yeah, they are full-time worship leaders. So their work in life is to worship God. Yeah, full-time, full-time. Their work is to worship God. So they come back to back. So they'll run a session. So sometimes I go and see they've been in the session for days. Worship that does not stop. Yeah, full time. And you should see the instrumentalists when they are coming. Some of them are coming with their own snare. They are coming with their own this. There's no, there's no setup created. They are the setup people. Yeah. yeah. They set up the things, the instruments. And it's beautiful. When you do that, you realize that you even enjoy what you are doing. Are you in the house? Yeah, guys, learn to put aside your reputation. You are not that big shot thing. Big shot. Like I'm a big shot. Those things. <laughs> yeah. Put all your achievements aside. What's your achievements? They have gone to school. People have gone to school more than you. Hey. Do you know what people have learned in this world? Yeah. Yesterday I saw, two days ago, I saw a professor doing something, some presenting. I just asked myself, to what end? Because I wasn't understanding the presenting. But people were guarded and listening. Yes. You think you've gone to school? You have no idea what people have learned. Studied. Hey, books. <laughs> yeah. Articles they've written. Yeah. So put that your masters aside and, and become a servant of the Lord. Yeah. Put it aside. Put it aside. When we are guarded in the kingdom of God, we have one master. In the kingdom of God, what makes all of us unique is the blood, the same blood. You know, it wasn't a better blood that washed you. Yeah. You, in fact, you did not pay the, for the blood that washed you. Some of you behave as if you, you paid for it. I mean, your qualifications in life made you end. No. No. Do you know everything you pride yourself in, you can lose it in one day. Oh, look at Job. 
Job wasn't even priding himself in anything. But one day, he lost everything. Hey, the reports started coming back to back. This will be lost. The other person comes and says, Your sons, they are gone. Hey. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. The way you see yourself determines the way you love people. If you see yourself as a servant, you love people. Make you love people. And I told you, it's the way you see yourself. Make yourself of no reputation. And take upon yourself the form of a servant. The form of a servant. Yeah. This word servant, I think, born servant, I think it's dolus. Dolus is... Somebody who has given himself over. <laughs> he has no, no right. He, he said that, no, nah, I don't have any rights. The right thing to do is to give everything I own to you. Yeah. Who's control? Bond servant. That's why Paul, you know, Paul was, pri- he, he used to pride himself. I therefore, Paul, a bond servant of the Lord. Hey, look how he, he chose to introduce, how do you introduce yourself? Award winner. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with winning an award. Please, before I'm misquoted somewhere. But I'm saying, look at how Paul, I'm just talking about Paul and you. Just Paul. I therefore, Paul, a servant of the Lord. Servant. Servant of the Lord. You know when you think as a servant, you live as a servant. When you, live, you think, you begin to say, look, I'm a servant. I am. Guys, look at me. I don't know what you're writing, but look at me. It's a privilege to be used by God. It's a privilege to do something that the tag on your life is that you're a representative of Jesus. It's a privilege. It's just a privilege. It's a privilege to be used by God. To stand here, to sing, to minister, to do many things. It's a privilege. And let's not take it for granted. It's a privilege. It's God's mercy. (laughs) Hallelujah. Yeah. So you have to be careful of I told you, it's humble yourself. Begin to serve. Yeah. Yeah. Bible says we should condescend to men of low estate. We should learn to stoop. Learn to go down. Yeah. Nothing is too low for you to do in the house of God. Nothing is too low for you. Yeah. Nothing. No sweeping is low for you. Yeah. yeah. No sweeping. Don't bring yourself to a point that now you, you are not part of those who sweep. Or carrying. You can't do that work, dear. You've graduated. Yeah. When you graduate from service, you move, your, your next level in life is pride and it's a fall. Anyone who has graduated from serving the Lord has graduated into, into distraction. Yeah. You got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah. Stay humble by serving. Start practicing. As we've come for camp like this, there's something to do. What can be done? What can be carried? What must be done? I'm here. Yeah. When we come for camp and say we are going to scrap the bathroom, I see that some people with a reputation never do that. Oh, no, please. No, please. That is too much below them. Yes. Too much. Just let's close our eyes and ask God to help us. Okay, no for sale. Oh, no. 
for listening to this message. Hope you've been blessed. For more information and resources, visit any of our social media platforms. The website for the ministry is www.connectcyi.org. Instagram is at ConnectCYI. And Facebook is Christ for Youth International.